Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I found this kind of interesting. Well, maybe I'll hit on it later. Uh, Because we've been doing uh, a fair amount of Trump's house getting raided stuff. But George will. Nobody dislikes Donald Trump who's from the Republican side of the aisle, more than George Will of the Washington Post. Nobody dislikes Trump more. But he wrote this today. As this is written, there are important unanswered questions about who instigated the search of Mar-a-Lago and why. One remarkable aspect of this debacle, he calls it, however, is that vigorous disgust need not wait until we know those answers. Try to imagine a justification for this flamboyant exercise of what? Law enforcement? What was important enough to be to bring a rolling, roiling boil to the already simmering suspicions of tens of millions of Americans about tendencies of the deep state engaging in partisan skullduggery. He uses a lot of multi-syllable words, but he's absolutely right, man. You got as hot a temperature outside the Civil War times as anything we've had in our nation's history, and you do this? Boy, you better have a good reason. Yeah, yeah. And it can't uh, be, well, he's got to return all the records. It's a law. Can it? I mean, I've heard I've heard people I like on the right, you know, the, the law and order type people say, no, the law's the law. Nobody's above the law. i got to follow the law. What if it causes a revolution? Is it still worth following the law over a box of papers? 
Well, that's an interesting question. Kind of depends what's in those papers, uh, I guess. And I, for one, Jack, am waiting to hear the facts as opposed to you and your ilk whipping people up and, and, and causing, you know, uh, anguish and anger to run thick in the streets. Plus, plus all those fancy words George Will used. Yeah, well, he's, uh, saying, yeah, he's saying you don't need to wait for those answers. It's already a really good question as to what could possibly justify this. And maybe we'll find out what could possibly justify it. But try to imagine a justification for this flamboyant exercise of what? Law enforcement? What was important enough to bring to a roiling boil the already simmering suspicions of tens of millions of Americans? Yeah. That is what has happened. Uh, yes, that is absolutely true. And, and uh, I believe there might be a reasonable answer to that question. But there might not be. Is that going to matter to the roiling boil of tens of millions? Well, no, but uh, I think if there is a solid, compelling answer to that question, the whole roiling thing is just too bad. You, you've got to do what's right like and what's if, lawful if it's important. So give me an example. Like if he actually had plans for well, building nuclear weapons in his closet? The names and addresses of all of our covert agents in Russia on a list in a file. Under the pool table. Well, in yeah, yeah, or in the, in the storeroom there with, like, the extra banquet chairs for Mar-a-Lago and, like, golf clubs he doesn't use anymore. Just to, to cite an extreme example, if it was something like that, then the roiling politics of the day be damned. You've got to get that stuff. Um, they're but in again, a, I'm going to wait to hear the facts. They're in a closet underneath all the other smaller suits he used to wear when he was younger. He's still hoping he to get fit back fat. into. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Judy and I went to an event last night, and I bought not one, but three sport coats from this company. Wow. Different colors. You went I to measured an event? Myself and, oh, f- for this event? No, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But, but it's, I'm sorry, that sentence was poorly constructed. We went to a, an event last night for which I needed a sport coat. Okay, I thought you went and, to an uh, event where they were selling sport coats, which is an uh, what, interesting event to attend at night. I could certainly understand why we'd think that, because that's what I said. Um, <laughs> but so, anyway, there's this uh, company I bought th- not one but three sport coats from, and I uh, was seeing if they fit, because I didn't try them on, because <laughs> I'm an idiot. And then I tried them on, and I'm too fat. Uh, <laughs> but it was way past the time I could return them. That's why you wear the long tie. Right, right, right. But uh, so I, I've lost a little weight, and I gave them a try last night, and almost was the answer. Almost. Because I said to Judy, I said, you know, I think this looks pretty good. I can't button it. It'd look too tight if I buttoned it, but it, I think it looks good. And she said, yeah, yeah, it looks good. I'm like, all right, cool. And then she says, after like five seconds hesitation, I mean, you can see that you can't button it. <laughs> what? What? You- what? What? No. <laughs> I mean, no. you, you can see that it is no way that's getting buttoned. <laughs> Barring, I don't know, a surgery or altering it. Oh, oh, sweetheart. All right, never mind. She told me I looked fat in those jeans. She did. And, yeah. did, you, and did you a favor, but it doesn't work the other direction. No, it doesn't, does it? Huh? Yeah, I, I learned. I think this is helpful information for everybody, not just for me, that just... Looser clothes, you know, you can go up and down in your weight, which is kind of an advantage and disadvantage to looser clothes because you don't notice it right away. But your your tighter clothes, man, a couple of pounds makes a big difference. And I'm up like five to seven pounds because of the freaking vacation I went on. And some of my snugger clothes is like, I, I just, that ain't going to work just from yeah. that amount of weight. Yeah. It's disappointing. 
You know, I see like your studly muscle guys wearing those stretchy fabric sport coats that are ridiculously tight. Yeah. Um, Nate Bargatze has a, a joke about that where he talks about, oh. says, I look better with no shirt on than with that shirt on. <laughs> 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 Which is true. Some of those stretchy yeah. muscle shirts. <laughs> but uh, there's part of me that wishes those sport coats I bought were stretchy, but part of me thinks, no, no, you don't want that. <laughs> yes, yeah, stretchy pants. Oh, yeah. I thought the, I thought the pandemic was going to usher in the athleisure permanently, where we're all wearing the stretchy pants, the stretchy shirts, the stretchy everything. No more worrying about it. Yeah, yeah, well... Kinda. So, uh, oh, speaking of which, what Gen Z demands of the workplace might make you uh, roll your eyes, uh, particularly if you're older than 24. Uh, also, uh, segment three of the hour would like very much to do a tsunami of wokeness because we have some great stories for you. I'll tell you this. I will tell you this without fear of contradiction. Anybody tells you we're not teaching critical race theory in this school or any of that, they're a lying liar. You should hear some of the training materials they're using for teachers and telling them, all right, here's what you have to conform to. Here's half what you have to say. Here's what you have to teach the kids. And it is outrageous. An economic nugget for you. I don't know if this is a demand situation similar to the driving. The reason the price of gas is down is because people stopped driving because gas was too expensive. Uh, Like by a lot. By some measures, we're driving less than we were during the pandemic when people were hardly driving and doing anything. Boy, and that is something because driving has always been seen as fairly inelastic. You have to drive, so you pay what you have to pay at the pump, and you just cut back on other things. So, I mean, if people are seriously cutting back, that speaks to how brutal gas prices have been. Well, yeah, I know that I, for the first time in my adult life, I think, got to where I'm not going to drive all the way over there and back. That would cost me $30. So maybe you combine it with another trip. I'll bet that's the way people do it. Right. Yeah. Um, but flying also down. Maybe that's a demand thing, too. Domestic flight prices down for people booking for September and October flights right now, down 37% from May. That's a pretty giant drop. But I wonder if, because prices were high. Brutal. Jeez, yeah. I was shocked. I had to buy a couple of flights over the summer, and I'll bet a lot of people decided I ain't doing it. Well, add to that the cancellations and delays and, and you know, that, that great viral uh, memo from a flight attendant that said, look, if it's less than, what was it, a like a nine-hour drive? Drive. Yeah. And uh, fitting in with that, the latest numbers on people's personal financial situation. Is your personal financial situation excellent, good, only fair, or poor? The plurality, that would be the biggest of the numbers, is only fair at 35%. You add in poor at 24, you got 59%, call it 60% of Americans are only fair or poor for their personal financial situation. 60%. Mm. That's uh, that's that's not a good place to be. I'm sorry to hear that. Mine is actually excellent. I poured all my Dogecoin into NFTs and have, have made quite the killing. So That's good. If I understood <laughs> any of that, that'd be fantastic. I wouldn't know how to find either of those things with a with a guide dog. <laughs> Tsunami awokeness coming up. It will shock you. Brace yourselves. Are you sitting down? Yes. <laughs> You're not sitting down. That's... You should sit down. That's next. Armstrong and Getty.
for thought on the Trump raid and George Will's piece in the Washington Post. Maybe we'll get to that next segment. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's entirely possible the wrong thing was done for the wrong reason, the right thing in the wrong way, or, you know, all, all points in between. Who knows? But there's a lot of noise, so we'll try to cut through it. i tell you what, speaking of a lot of something, just day after day, these stories of the wild progressive maniacs trying to tear up our society. It's a tsunami of wokeness. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. There's a tsunami of wokeness. Everything woke turns to sh- There's a tsunami of wokeness. I really love that introduction. So this is a really interesting piece we'll start with in the New York Times of all places. But it was an editorial by Pamela Paul, and she's talking about banning of books. And she quotes this guy who was one of the most respected guys in publishing until he retired, I think, last year. He was staunchly committed to freedom of expression and staunchly against censorship. He was with Macmillan for a long time. It's happening on both sides, he said recently. It's just a different mechanism, meaning the left and the right. On the right, it's going through institutions and school boards. You know, I would depart from the text here and point out, okay, so conservatives are saying, excuse me, I have a problem with this book for these specific reasons, and I think we need to talk about it being taught in class. Okay, you can call that book banning from the right, but I think when... Uh, suddenly and without discussion, progressives in our school districts introduce highly sexualized uh, queer theory to our kids. I don't think saying, whoa, 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 that's not right, is banning books. But anyway, but then he says, on the left, it's using social media as a tool of activism. It's aggressively protesting to increase the pain threshold until there's censorship going the other way. In the face of those pressures, publishers have adopted a defensive crouch, taking preemptive measures to avoid controversy and criticism. Now many books the left might object to never make it to bookshelves because a softer form of banishment happens earlier in the publishing process, scuttling a project for ideological reasons before a deal is signed or diffusing or eliminating sensitive material in the course of editing. And then they mentioned a phenomenon that I just heard about kind of tangentially to something else. But have you heard, Jack, about sensitivity reads? I have not. I don't even I've not even heard that term. Publishers have increasingly instituted a practice of sensitivity reads, something that first gained traction in the young adult fiction world, but has since spread to books for readers of all ages. Uh, they They have a bunch of people read it and say anything that's potentially offensive to them or i didn't really like that passage that passage made me feel uncomfortable they say okay well we'll take it out we'll take it out wow and then she writes even when a potentially controversial book does find its way into print other gatekeepers in the book world the literary press librarians independent bookstores may not review it or acquire it or sell it limiting the book's ability to succeed in the marketplace and she mentions the american booksellers association unholy unforgivable um, apologizing for including Abigail Schreier's excellent book, Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters, um, for, for yanking that book. Uh, Publishers Weekly uh, overview of the state of free expression in the industry noted many longtime book people have said that what makes the president present 
Wow, that's a tough sentence. Present unprecedented is the new impetus to censor and self-censor coming from the left. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, while we're mentioning books, though it will interrupt our... Tsunami of wokeness. Tsunami of wokeness. There's uh, a tsunami of wokeness. That's right, Sam. Thank Speaking you. of books, there's a breaking news story. Do you remember Salman Rushdie wrote the Satanic Verses, among other great books, and was uh, it was seen as anti-Islamic, because it kind of was, at least fundamentalist Islam, and uh, who had a death threat on him, and he had to go into hiding and all that sort of stuff. The leader of Iran wanted him killed, where he was on stage a few minutes ago when a guy ran on stage, started beating him and stabbing him. Oh, my God. And he's an old man. And so oh. that's all the details we have so far. But uh, we'll see what was behind that. Ah, the religion of peace. Uh, so uh, another story, this one out of L.A. Unified School Districts. Their Human Relations Diversity and Equity Instagram account featured a video of non-binary activist Addison Vincent, a biological man who uses they, them pronouns, uh, lecturing people on how gender is an array of mental and behavioral characteristics. There's no such thing as a man or a woman. You don't actually need to know someone's gender. It's just a whole queer theory thing. L.A. Unified Schools and linked to his Instagram account, which is full of, to my mind, sickening erotic photography of this guy who's like a hairy guy with breasts Mm. doing his erotic poses. Um, That's the L.A. Unified School District. Wow. That's right. Trying to indoctrinate the kids with uh, what's called queer theory. Jeez, I don't want that. Then you have the Oregon Department of Education's anti-bias training. Yeah. For my kids. I don't want that for my kids. Yeah, grown people, you do that in your free time. I'm not complaining about that. Oregon Department of Education's new training for white people says you have thorough racist conditioning and you need to be reconditioned. For white people living in North America, learning to be anti-racist is a re-education process. We must unlearn our thorough racist conditioning to re-educate and recondition ourselves as anti-racists. We're constantly tempted to detour off course by the racist propaganda of society and our own guilt and denial. In the face of societies and our own resistance, sustaining the will to continue this journey takes bold and stubborn, uh, uh, what? I skipped ahead, uh, effort. And then it gets into how children are fed a pablum of racist propaganda. That early training was comprehensive and left little room for question, challenge, or doubt. In essence, all white kids are racists. Every single one. That's the teacher training for the state of Oregon. Unbelievable. That is we, so troubling. Oh, and you know what? And, 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 and of course, they want you to read uh, White Fragility, that idiotic uh, book by uh, Robin What's-Her-Face. Uh, I wanted to reread part of Matt Taibbi's review of it, in which he just tears it apart. But we're out of time. There's just too big a tsunami of wokeness. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> we're even out of time for the music. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Because during the spicy times, there's always a new fantastic story. We'll get back to the raid on Trump's home in just a second. Author Salman Rushdie has been attacked on stage in New York, beaten and stabbed. We don't know by who yet, but if you remember, he is the author of the Stanic Verses, a fatwa. We all learned that word if you're old enough back then, which is a, you know, this man needs to be killed edict coming down from uh, on high by the religious leaders of Iran was put out on him, and he he lived in hiding for a very long time, finally came out of hiding, uh, and decided, you know, I'm going to live my life. But there was a $3 million reward for his death and um, a price on his head f- for all these years. It still continues, and somebody ran on stage and punched and stabbed him, and I just think it's interesting, having found out just days ago that there was an assassination attempt on our Secretary of State and our National Security Advisor by Iran. So we'll see. Now, this could be a random nut job that's mad at him for who knows what reason. But 
Yeah, I wonder. I, I heard a story the other day about Iran abducting uh, various people here, there, and everywhere. Uh, dissidents. They're they're executing lots of people. Uh, uh, some people. Some say it's uh, that they're plotting serious long-term revenge over us snuffing old man Soleimani there. But Iran is. Uh, they're not getting their share of headlines from their point of view, I think, and and we're going to see some real ugliness out of there. Right. But so, again, who knows if it's connected to the government or it's just a nut job, but uh, ugly, terrible. If you want to hear a little supporting the Donald Trump side of the story, at least partially, here's George Will of the Washington Post, which is a strange thing to say because there's hardly anybody who dislikes Donald Trump more than George Will. But George Will writing today, and I think a lot of you will like this, Garland, that's the attorney general, Garland has a political duty to explain the circus perpetrated at Mar-a-Lago. I like this because I've been going back and forth listening to some of my rule of law conservative friends saying, no, no, you treat the president exactly like you treat anybody else. He's a private citizen now, and we have laws, and you, you shouldn't treat him any differently. Okay, well, that's not what George Will thinks, obviously, as I read this. After his 2016 Supreme Court nomination, Merrick Garland, according to the New York Times, assured senators that he did not have a political bone in his body. That seems to be true, unfortunately, says George Will. His current job as attorney general inescapably involves making judgments that are inherently political. They involve exercising discretion about when to wield government power and for what ends. Furthermore, the best quality of politics at its best is prudence. Adjusting tidy principles to untidy realities. That's interesting. Hmm. Uh, you generally hear from the George Will crowd that principles are principles and you stick with them. And This requires making judgments that balance competing objectives. Regarding this week's events in Palm Beach, Florida, of course the rule of law is important. So, however, are other things. Including, including social comedy and check the Constitution's preamble, domestic tranquility. No value ever eclipses all others. Fiat justitia, ruat column, let justice be done, though the heavens fall, let's not. It's really interesting, coming from a conservative, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. It, it all comes down to why they do this. Let justice be done, though the heavens fall. Let's not, he says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's going to cause more harm than good, let's not. As you know what I have movie I want to see, and I haven't said that in a very long time, is the new uh, 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 Jordan Peele. Is that right? A directed uh, movie? Nope. Because um, that's uh, one of the main characters. When there's something uh, very, very dangerous to be done, he'll look at it and say, nope. <laughs> like, I'm not getting involved with that. Uh, so that's what uh, that's what George Will is saying. Yeah, there's a box of documents that might be classified. We probably ought to raid Mar-a-Lago. Nope. Try to imagine a justification for this flamboyant exercise of what? Law enforcement? What was important enough to bring to a roiling boil the already simmering suspicions of tens of millions of Americans about tentacles of the deep state engaging in partisan skullduggery? Get prepared for whataboutisms from people who are already wary about selective law enforcement and situational journalistic ethics. When the Clintons decamped from the White House in January of 2001, they absconded with some furnishings that they were compelled to disgorge without the FBI swarming their home. Hillary Clinton's later mishandling of classified documents, a lot of people have been talking about this, triggered FBI ham-handedness, but not law enforcement in a spectacle akin to Monday's. 
One adjective describes most of life's biggest blunders. Disproportionate. The perpetrators of this week's circus surely considered that their target is likely soon to again be a presidential candidate. Equally surely, they did not care. Facts, however, are stubborn things, including this one. In 2020, having watched Donald Trump govern for four years, 74 million Americans, 11 million more than voted for him in 2016, decided that they wanted to have four more years of him. This can be deployed, but should not be ignored. That's not the end of it, but that is his theme. At the end. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. Um, Are you or not? Yeah, I, uh, I, he, I've been he makes hearing, an excellent point. I can um, I can throw out some names you may or may not know, like Kevin Williamson or others, you know, hardcore conservatives who have been saying, I've been listening to podcasts or reading their writings, look, the law is the law. We don't change the law for the president. George Will say, no, we don't change the law, but you gotta you got to weigh every aspect of this whole thing. Right. Well, uh, here's my gripe. Uh, and uh, excellent column, really well written and some great points there. My gripe is we don't know if it's disproportional because mm-hmm. we don't know what the proportions are. It, it's a great framework with which to wait for the facts to come out. If, and this would not surprise me at all, this was a, pardon me, trumped up, not necessary, ham-handed and dumb thing to do, and it reinforces everybody's idea about the deep state and how the anti-Trump world just won't give him a fair shake, that wouldn't surprise me a bit. On the other hand, it wouldn't really shock me to find out that Trump had some stuff that was truly dangerous to have in a a storage room in Mar-a-Lago. I just, I want to know. He uses some good examples. He says, remember the Pop-Tart Pistol Boy? The seven-year-old who chewed his pastry into the shape of a gun and said, bang, bang, so his school suspended him and urged all parents to discuss the incident? Remember the five-year-old girl who was labeled a terroristic threat and ordered to undergo a psychological evaluation because she talked about shooting people with her Hello Kitty gun that shot bubbles? How did we reach this point where so many adults flinch from acting the part by practicing prudence? Again, it's it's the, I've always complained about zero tolerance policies. Or the, right. the letter of the law and not using some judgment. Wait a second. This yeah, is... zero tolerance policies are zero judgment policies. Yeah, he actually has a phrase in here about that. Um... That's probably better than mine, too. <laughs> um, uh, so cue those who believe that no person is above the law is a thought that makes further thinking unnecessary. However, the enforcement of every law, no matter how complex the social context, is zombie governance by people spouting bromides to avoid making complex judgments. Interesting. Interesting Yeah, I was right. It was certainly better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just, I need to see the facts. Uh, Is is it, as I said earlier, was there the list of all of our Undercover agents in Russia, names, addresses, phone numbers, uh, there in a file labeled undercover agents in Russia. Um, well, then it's justified. Practically anything would be justified. But if not, then it's not justified. Well, I feel like it's been teed up by everyone from George Will to Dan Abrams on ABC, just left, right, and center, saying, this has got to be big. Or it's oh, a yeah. problem, and and the Wall Street Journal. Everybody's saying the same thing. All the you know uh, people who hate Trump, people who love Trump, people everybody. Just, this had better be really big. Yeah, I think that's undeniable. Absolutely undeniable. And the only way it's it's quote unquote really big is if that probably Secret Service agent 
came across something truly dangerous there at Mar-a-Lago and then tipped off uh, the Justice Department about it. But I guess we're going to... Well, no, we're not going to find out at uh, whatever it is, uh, noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern today, because I'll bet the paperwork is very vague. Certain documents pertaining to America's military. That's what it's going to say. It's not going to be nearly specific enough to settle the argument. Well, would... Would Merrick Garland make that big, you know, showy announcement yesterday if it wasn't going to settle something? Because that it seems to me like he's roiling the waters even more. Well, yeah, but everybody from Don Lemon to freaking Dick Cheney and, and, and Eric Trump was saying, you got to say what this is about. But shouldn't he come out then and say, look, the warrant is not going to tell you that much. Uh, we're going to release it tomorrow because... The, the person in question who was involved has said we should release it. We're going to release it, but I'm just letting you know, it's not going to give you that much information. As opposed well, to teeing up America for yet another all-afternoon-long cable news channel panel discussion. Are you suggesting incompetence and bad messaging and well, and, and clumsiness? But yeah. it's, it's what you were saying earlier. So, so much stuff keeps happening that almost seems like it's designed to make it an interesting TV show as opposed to yes. calm things down. Yeah, yeah. And, and Merrick Garland isn't uh, fundraising on this, but everybody else is. We should be. We should have some sort of phony pack. That raises money every time anything happens, because that's, you know, the national sport. Um, But this is, uh, it's become something that needs to be settled, and settled definitively. But here's the problem, and I think I mentioned this before, even if somehow Trump's people and the DOJ's people mutually released every single fact every American needs to know about what happened and why it happened and why it was done and the way it was done, uh, at least a third of Americans wouldn't believe it anyway. That's a good point. So I think this is just another item in the list of things that people on one side or the other will spout off half-truths and you know, just to whip it up anger and contributions and fundraising and the rest of it. Not that it's completely illegitimate. I mean, if it's as dopey as people left, right, and center seem to think it is, somebody ought to be called on the carpet for it. That's what Charles Cook has been saying in the National Review. If this is just, you know, document retention and it's not super, super secret serious or something like that, somebody should resign or get fired. One more paragraph from George Will, just because I think it's interesting what we were just talking about. The nation is running low on an indispensable indispensable ingredient of a successful society, trust in institutions and one another. This week was another subtraction. Garland has said about the Justice Department, we will and we must speak through our work. Actually, his political duty is to explain and justify his work more thoroughly than he did in his minimalist statement Thursday afternoon. That's what I was just saying. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of the old saying, you might not be interested in politics, but politics is interested in you, Merrick. Text line is 415-295-KFTC. As as we record this, uh, or talking, we're about three hours away from that warrant coming out. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. In the fourth hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, we'll be talking about Britney Spears. Is she a bad parent or just a parent? Yes, you heard right. Be talking about Britney Spears parenting, and because uh, we played it earlier and got a bunch of comments, mostly about parenting. For what it's worth, I, Joe Getty, co-host of the program, are making the same face you are. You're talking about what? <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's interesting. You know, since you mentioned that being the co-host, I should throw in this text we got. 
Jack, oh I'm not sure if you've ever heard the Armstrong and Getty show before, but you're the most easily shocked human on Earth. You find the most obvious things unbelievable, shocking, amazing, and incredible nearly every segment. Perhaps you are unclear as to what being cynical means. You are not that. <laughs> huh. Interesting criticism. <laughs> yes, it is. You're too easily amazed. Cut it out. <laughs> uh, so in the time we have this segment... Uh, featured part of this email earlier on a couple of legal questions. I found it really interesting, and I think now we have time to do the whole thing. But it's from uh, Dan uh, on the topic of General Flynn taking the fifth. Uh, we were talking about uh, Donald Trump taking the fifth and taking the fifth in general and attitudes toward it and that sort of thing in the legalities. Uh, Dear Rocket and uh, Old Simple Jack, uh, while I was listening to you this morning, you remarked on General Flynn taking the fifth when asked about the peaceful transfer of power. They they asked him, "Do you believe in the peaceful transfer of power?" He At, said, "I in, take the fifth. Yeah, in, in a in a group of many, many, many questions. So it was a question. Right. Yeah, right. As talk radio superstars, this might seem to be a very simple question with only one answer, but it's not. When I served in the military, I worked with a group that had greater than top secret clearances." which involved regular interviews with the OSI, the Office of Special Investigation, to make sure you're still on the up and up, keeping your eyes on our own spies. Uh, When my office mate went in, they asked him, do you believe in the violent overthrow of constituted government? His reply was, which one? (laughs) And the special agent said, what do you mean, which one? He said, essentially, that's my job. And Dan points out, if that is his real name, I spent a decade in a certain agency uh, and participated in the extra-constitutional change of elected government twice. Wow. So as the investigation of Flynn is a war of sound bites, this is a detailed question that needs to be parsed and can easily be used against him. It's like John Bolton said the other day, uh, I've participated in coups. This wasn't a coup. And everybody's like, wait a second. Uh, back to that first part you just said. You've participated in coups? Where? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, I tell you what, someday maybe we'll do podcast or something. Uh, I would so love to talk about American foreign policy, especially in the Cold War era, the 50s and the 60s, uh, in, uh, in the Gulf states and Central America and South America. Um, just backing loathsome people to keep even more loathsome communists from coming to power and staging coups and the rest of it. It was some activist stuff, man. Anyway, the other point of clarification that Dan wanted uh, to make was we were talking about uh, people taking the fifth and um, and suggesting that that showed they were guilty or something like that. We knew there was a prominent case recently. And he said, yeah, you're talking about when Assistant uh, District Attorney Thomas Binger uh, during the Kyle Rittenhouse trial appealed to Rittenhouse's supposed silence between his arrest and his trial in an attempt to insinuate some form of guilt. He did that in the court. The presiding judge, Judge Schroeder, immediately dismissed the jury and ripped Binger by characterizing his comments as a grave constitutional violation. Judge Schroeder was quite clearly referring to the section of the Fifth Amendment, which says that a person may not be forced to incriminate themselves. And so the opposing lawyer is not allowed to stand there and say, see, you won't answer the question. Why do you think is that? That is because he's guilty. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that Thomas Binger fella. Yeah, man, that was exciting times. It was earlier in the spicy times, but very spicy. So somebody tried to kill author Salmon Rushdie as he was on stage about to give a lecture, ran on stage, started beating him and stabbing him. Just the author is Salmon. 
The fish is salmon. <laughs> and, yeah, that was a, uh, a Seinfeld bit, wasn't it? Um, so right after they'd arrested somebody that Iran had paid $300,000 to kill John Bolton, for instance. Yeah. So is Iran trying to kill prominent Americans? I don't know. Or this could just be a crazy person. Yeah, the, I think the New York Times headline that flashed across my phone was, it's not clear whether Rushdie was injured. Oh, really, man? The video, he was on the ground that I saw, so I don't know. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe that okay. was old or something. Gosh, I hope he is. That's terrible. Number one, I mean, it's sickening on so many different levels, including the fact that he's a, quite an elderly fellow at this point. But, uh, boy, there's some forces of evil on Earth. And, you know, if I can wax philosophical for just a moment or two, you got communist China. You got Iran trying to get nukes as fast as they can. You got Fathead in North Korea. He's been fairly quiet recently. There are some serious, awful threats on the globe right now. And we as Americans need to figure out how to recapture our unity. We don't have to agree with each other, but we got to stop hating each other because there are wolves at the door. As long as we think the other side is the enemy, which polls show is the case now. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't have time for enemies like Iran or China or Russia. Because Democrats are the enemy or Republicans are the enemy. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. I oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.